Hey all, and welcome to the inaugural episode of You Make Me Drink. My name is Carissa and I'm your host. This is the podcast that will make, hopefully, make you say, Dear God, why are people like that? Or, I'm just going to get some cats. On today's show, the very first of what I hope becomes a regular thing, we introduce our guest that will metaphorically pop my podcast cherry. Welcome Evelyn to the show and thank you for being here. I'll try to be gentle, Carissa, since it's your first time. Say hello. Hi, my name is Evelyn. Um, Evelyn Asherwater. I am originally from the Detroit area, and I've got a YouTube channel, Detroiter in Poland. You should check it out, especially if you like lefty politics. Awesome. So before you check out that YouTube channel, which you definitely should, um, today we're going to talk about, as I hope in every show, some terrible dating stories. Some stories that make you go... This is why I am frickin' single. This guy or this girl, Equal Opportunity Podcast, is the reason why I have given up on the hopes that humanity will recover from the pandemic. So, to begin, Evelyn has a great story about a Swedish guy in a cable-knit sweater. Um, If you would like to begin, I will hand over the mic to Evelyn and she can just tell her story. All right, so first I have to explain this guy, because the cable knit sweater does not sound sexy, but this guy, very good looking, very Swedish, blonde hair, blue eyes, and he can manage to pull off like a pastel cable knit sweater. Don't know how I did it. Cable knit sweater does say sexy if you are Mr. Rogers, for example. Okay, let's just pretend like Mr. Rogers, but younger and sexier and Swedish and blonder. Trust me on this. I'm getting a little bit of, like, uh, some, like, anti-Semitic vibes. Any anti-Semitic vibes? Uh, you might be onto something there. Yeah, so, very good looking, and he, he was a friend of a friend, and let's, let's call him Lars. Lars Larsson, that's a good Swedish name. Let's call him Lars. And so, so a friend of a friend introduced us, and he asked me out, and I was like, oh, hot Swedish guy. I've never been a day with a Swedish guy, so... We agree to meet up for lunch at this Thai restaurant, and we go, and he's wearing his trademark cable knit sweater, and at first, everything was going really well. Wait, do I need a beer for this? A beer? You may need several beers. There you go. Yep. And if, listeners, any listeners out there, if you don't have a beer, grab your favorite beverage. You will need one for this story. So, Lars and I, Thai restaurant, we're talking, we're laughing, we're getting on. It's like, okay, good, finally. I've been single for about six years. This guy felt like marriage material, right? Like, you were like, oh, smitten, like, this guy's the one for me. That's, that's, that's a bit of a rush. I don't, that's a lot of commitment. Um, I just, maybe someone I could, you know, date for a couple of months. Because it's just, it's gotten, you know, I've been single for about six years. And I feel like, finally, maybe someone I can really get on with. I live in Poland. Dating here can be a bit rough. So not introduced to your mom quite yet, but like fuck a couple of times, like a bunch of times, maybe go on one trip with, and then you like cut the ties and become like solidly good friends. You took the worst out of my mouth. Exactly. I was thinking like maybe, maybe we could, you know, spend some time together and then next summer go to Portugal or Spain and sit on the beach and then, you know, kind of just be friends after that. Because we're all friends with people that we've gotten naked with. 
Everybody. Every single person. All of us. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, if not my mom or any of my parents, my cat, this man is going to deserve to meet my cat. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Like I mentioned, very blonde, very blue-eyed. And normally, oh, this is a good thing, right? You know, dashing Swedish, Nordic, ugh, so. All you want in your heterogeneous society, blonde, blue-eyed, cable-knit sweater. He was so his his hat, it was painful. It was just, he screamed, I'm a straight man. I want all my men to scream, I'm a straight man. (laughs) God, he was so straight, it hurt. So, Lars Larsson, the straightest man from Sweden. So we're talking, and then suddenly out of nowhere, he like meant he drops this line. He's like, you know, I don't understand immigrants. I think people should just, you know, stay in their own countries. Huh? Right. So I look at him and I say, okay, Lars, blonde hair, blue eyed Lars. God damn it! And I said, Lars. All right. So. We are having lunch at a Thai restaurant in Poland. You're Swedish and I'm American. What country should we stay in? And he starts laughing and I'm like, like, no, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, well, when you know what I mean? And I'm like, do you mean like, no, tell me what you mean. And he got sort of the uncomfortable. I didn't want to like force him to say what I, I knew he was gonna say, so I changed the subject. And um, it didn't get much better. At one point, he mentioned to me that like, you know, it must be so difficult for you dating in Poland. I'm like, well, I mean, it is difficult dating in Poland, but well, he is making it more difficult to date in Poland right now. He does realize that, right? By existing, yes, he was making it more difficult for me to date <laughs> by being on a date and being awful so he asked me well isn't it difficult for you to date in Poland I'm like well it is but like why what makes you say it and he goes well Polish women are so beautiful like yes Polish women are beautiful I should be on a date with one of them and not with you for reference Evelyn is bisexual if anybody cares this means that I can be dumped by both men and women and non-binary people. It's amazing. And equally disappointed by both genders. Woo! It's like Oprah, but like more sexual. Like you get a disappointment and you get a disappointment and you get a disappointment. It's a lot like that. But apparently this time it was more Swedish, more neutral. <laughs> and isn't, that, isn't that Switzerland that was neutral? I feel like Sweden's pretty neutral, too. Like, you haven't heard a lot about them. I always figured it was because they're they're busy doing Ikea and Legos and having depression. And buying cable-knit sweaters to take on dates where they're racist. Like, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, you don't hear about it in the news that much. Okay, so the U.S. were very vocal about our racism. Everyone knows. Even France a few elections ago with Le Pen. Okay, nationalist stuff, whatever. It's like... (laughs) Sweden, it just doesn't make the headlines, and so I didn't think, like, I should have known, though, blonde hair, blue-eyed guys. Yeah. I mean, you did talk a little bit earlier before the podcast about him wanting everybody to learn a certain language or thinking everybody should learn a certain language. 
Oh, no, this gets so, like, so obviously we had one date and that was it. Because it's like, the when you start talking about, oh, those immigrants, it's like, yeah, I'm an immigrant. I'm going to take myself home and we're not. But it's so disappointing. It sounds like true love. Oh, not true love. At least true romance and sex on a beach in Portugal. I was really hoping for that. Like, I want to, I just want a guy that we can take a, a proper holiday together in some nice country and just fuck like mad in a hotel room. Is that so much to ask? Well, you could r- raise his racist blue-eyed children to become feminist, ultra-lib feminazis. That'd be great. I could do that, except first I'd have to birth them. And then well, first, I'd ha- before that, I'd have to have sex with him. But, like, how do you birth them if all that racism, it's got to be hard to push out all that racism <laughs> along with the rest of them. Come on. Like, close your eyes and think of the children. Close your eyes. Every night and day I get a little bit racist, a little <laughs> bit harder. Well, that's just like, I feel like in the U.S., I feel like it's so easy with men to tell, like, okay, are you racist? Like, all right, you got a MAGA hat on? Are there, like, the Confederate flag symbol on the back of your pickup truck? It's so easy. They just, they make it so obvious. It's very simple to tell whether or not an American dude is racist. And here it's like, I have to learn this whole, like, language about, like, okay, what are, like, the sort of, the, like, the, the secret racist buzzwords so I can tell. It's like learning, a, what are the secret racist passwords to get in the racist door? Yeah, but like back to topic. So you were talking about him wanting to, everybody to learn a certain language. And what language did he think everybody should know? Oh, this is hilarious. So this is on, so we, we went on one date, that was it. So, but like a moron, I didn't unfriend him on Facebook. So I could still occasionally see his post. And like, the, the language thing is part of it. But so... He posted something, it was, Sweden was having some wildfires, and he literally made a post that said, Sweden can't afford firefighters because they're spending too much money on women's studies degrees. That seems like a financial problem, like, couldn't they have money for both women's studies, like, education, and firefighting? You think they'd allocate, like, hey, we want our people to know more and also be able to not die in a fire? (laughs) I was like, I'm like, I I, just, I remember like reading this kind of like, wow, like what Swedish Fox News channel wrote this headline? And so I just asked him like, I would love to see your sources because this sounds like a problem. He didn't have any, but racists do not have sources. We've determined this. They have the sources from Facebook. Great. I can be a doctor on Facebook. Anytime I go on WebMD, I have cancer. So we can get our sources from anywhere, but. Racists don't have legitimate sources, other than their crazy minds, obviously. Yeah, so he didn't have any sources, and we kind of went back and forth, and then one of his, you know, wonderful, not-at-all-racist Swedish friends drops in with, man, those immigrants in Sweden, I'm doing an American accent, I don't know what they, like, the, the bro Swedish accent is. You are an American, so you're doing an American accent, it's kind of meta, it's like meta accent. So if anyone knows what, like, the Swedish bro accent is and can chime in... It is like this. You are Swedish. You are Swedish. That sounds German. (laughs) Anyway. I haven't perfected my Russian-Swedish racist accent. It's a little bit weird. Anyway, so the Swedish bro chimes in that, you know, oh, all these immigrants are coming in. We have to spend money on them. And I'm like, well, spend money on, like, what exactly? Are you are you buying them all personally, like, McDonald's and Happy Meals? Like, 
Holy shit, you go to Sweden, you get a Mc, McMuffin. I'd be like all game for that. Especially after like you, you you do a little adult drugs sort of green things and you drink a little bit. You want some McMuffins. Go to Sweden. I go to Netherlands first and then I go to Sweden. Get your munchies on. So, But I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe this is fake news. I don't know if you get Happy Meals in Sweden. So I said, well, like what are, so, okay, immigrants are taking money, but like how? And... And it was like, oh, something, something. They don't even know. They don't even speak our language. It's like, are you expecting people to literally show up in your country speaking Swedish? Like, <laughs> like, it's like okay, like, where, though? Like, I, I, it's perfectly reasonable to them to learn Swedish. But, like, how many high schools offer Swedish classes? How many uh, non private high schools offer Swedish classes like so say I want to move to Sweden and learn to and, and speak Swedish but like if you're a refugee or fleeing somewhere like how do you um just for reference I pulled up the most difficult Swedish words and how to pronounce them um the word for nurse is nurse varsågod there you go. Please, you're welcome. Who the fuck is learning this language? Well, also again, it's one thing to say once you're here, learn it, but to like to come to the country as either a refugee or an immigrant and having already learned Swedish, like, hey, where where are they gonna do that aside anyway? So I mean, they're privileged enough if they've learned Swedish to not have to come as an immigrant, a poor immigrant. They obviously have that Donald Trump ass fake money. They got the money to afford the coronavirus vaccine before we all get it. Come on. Didn't Sweden, like, basically have, like, open... They didn't do a lockdown and they have, like, a very high virus rate? That's Florida. (laughs) Oh, Florida. Why is Florida? I can only imagine dating a guy from Florida right now. Virus denier, Trump supporter. Oh, man. Cable knit sweater guy ain't got nothing on him. Cable knit sweater guy is not Florida man. <laughs> yeah, Lars Larson may be racist, but he's not from Florida, so he's got that on him. So yeah, so that's um, that's the story of Sweden, of Lars Larson. And I was just because also I guess as an American, I feel like, like when I left the U.S., I'm like, I'm gonna I'm going to leave all this BS behind. I'm gonna get away from the racism. I'm gonna get away from all this just this nasty bro stuff i'm gonna like i'm gonna meet some progressive enlightened european men we're gonna we're gonna drink wine and talk about i don't know enlightened crap and then have crazy kinky sex well like to tell you like a story that comes to mind for me so like you've told me your story it's been great i really (laughs) would love to just like seduce this lars larson man and just rip open his cable knit sweater but Alas, that cannot be. The worst kind of foreigners to date in Poland are other foreigners. And no offense to those of you listening out there who are foreigners. Sorry, not all of you are bad. But the worst ones are American men in Poland. Me and Evelyn are both, we live in Poland. We've lived here for a while. If you are on Tinder as an American woman and you find an American man... Stay far away from them further than you would from somebody who escaped quarantine from coronavirus. Just stay away. Pretend they're all from Florida because all American men in Europe are basically from Florida. All of them. 
they're all frat bros on like they're frat bros so one guy uh and i'll let evelyn comment this as we can um he i was on tinder you know scrolling i was taking a poop whatever that's what we all do when we're on tinder don't even deny it um and anyways he messaged me for coffee we were having a great conversation he studied at mit i thought he was somewhat educated i was like Woo, okay good i'll have a good conversation we can joke about american things like hot dogs and like ketchup i don't know what you joke about american things um and anyways, he said, okay, let's meet for coffee. I said, okay. A couple of days go by. I'm confirming. We're talking, everything like that. All of a sudden, he says, when I'm saying like, oh, we still meeting today. He's like, by the way, can you pick up condoms? <laughs> Evelyn, in the process of making coffee, are condoms required? No. I'm sorry. They're just not. He's presuming a lot. He's yeah, he's presuming he maybe he's making a special version of coffee that I've never made before. But like I told him, I was polite. I said like, "Hey, well, you know, maybe I'm not good to go bounce chick a wow wow tonight, but like you'll find a gal. Like there's a lot of gals who just want a good night pushing for the looking and bitch out for the next morning. Hey, good for you, gal. But I wasn't fully into this guy who like avidly compl like exclaimed that he was like five foot six he made coffee with condoms that's not an educated <laughs> thing to do um and i um, wasn't so satisfied so evelyn if you're gonna give any advice to people out there before we end the podcast for today because i want to make it short enough you can take your tram ride you can take a quick like a long ass dump or like take a nice shower while you're listening to this podcast. Any last final remarks about like a dating advice for like a younger you? What dating advice would you give? A dating advice for a younger me? Okay. Have standards, don't go back on them. Like I feel like don't make it so like, oh well maybe maybe Lars is just maybe he's just making racist jokes because he's had a bad day. No, he's not making racist jokes because he had a bad day. He's just racist. So it's not like, it's not like I had a bad day. I made a racist joke. I was such an asshole and I wore a cable knit sweater. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like that. No, it was just yeah. Have standards and don't be afraid to stick to them. Like saying no, no, I want a nice guy who I can you know go to a Thai restaurant with and who's not gonna bitch about immigrants. I don't think that's too much to ask. And also probably isn't closely related to Hitler ideology either. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good advice. Um, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you have. It's been kept short and sweet for you. Please feel free to follow Detroiter in Poland. That is spelled standardly, right? Yeah, standard, standard English. Again, this has been Evelyn. I hope you enjoyed. See you again soon. Bye-bye.